we did a lot of praying and just considered our options. Do I go back to work at a nine to five, it, get insurance, the whole nine yards. And ultimately we decided, you know, this is our time. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to the Rise and Shine Real Estate Podcast with Neve and Adam, where you can get your morning dose of education, ideas, and inspiration. Hey, realtors, are you interested in upping your game? How about learning from some of the top real estate leaders in the nation? You really don't want to miss the 2021 Real Estate Video Marketing Summit this April 8th. You'll get a 50-page marketing playbook, 10-day real estate video online marketing course, hear from a handful of top leaders in the industry, including the number one ranked real estate educator, Tom Ferry, as they share their secrets to success. Don't miss out on him or other great speakers during this information-packed event. Register today at www.risingsunmediagroup.com. Welcome back to the Rise and Shine Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Neve Lemoyne, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam Grimm. In today's episode, we have the privilege of interviewing Carissa Garpsis with the Garpsis Real Estate Team in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They are with Keller Williams Elite, and they have a very unique approach to the real estate market. I think that you're going to find that working your sphere and really pressing into your past clients is a recipe for success. I think they're doing that at a very high level, and I think you're going to find that if you're maybe not experienced selling at the fundamentals that this will be a good encouragement for you to get back to the basics and start seeing success in your real estate career. So without further ado, let's get right into the conversation. Great. So Carissa, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd love to hear just a little bit about your background. How did you get started in real estate? Was there an event that inspired it? Was it a, a dream of yours? Tell us a little bit about your, uh, the origin story. Yeah, sure. So, um, I was actually pregnant with our second child and I was on a maternity leave. Um, and at that time, my husband had just got into real estate and I can't sit still. Um, I'm always on the move. So during my maternity leave, I also got my license because our goal was get him up and running, have him making you know the income that the two of us were used to so that I could leave my job in a couple of years and go join him. Um, I went back to work after maternity leave and three weeks later I got laid off. So we did a lot of praying and just considered our options. Do I go back to work at a nine to five, it, get insurance, the whole nine yards. And ultimately we decided, you know, this is our time and it's now or never. So I decided to just, go into real estate. So we went from two incomes to nothing. Um, and we really didn't have a choice. We had to make it work. So that's, that's really what got me into real estate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, and that, what year was that? That was, um, I got my license January, 2016. So it's been exactly, you know, this is the start of my sixth year in the business. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's the same year I got into the business. Um, and so you got in right when uh, there, there it was like a really strong bull market, you know, like yes. things were just flying off the market very much like it is now, except there was actually inventory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so exactly. How, how has um how's your career, um, you know, flourished and changed over the years? Um, you know, have there been ups and downs or has it been pretty steady? Like what, what's been the, like your, your journey so far? 
Yeah, I would say, um, you know, the first two years, especially just starting out in the business, you have to get yourself established. You have to build referrals, um, build your client base. Those are always the toughest years. Um, but we, you know, we had no choice. We needed to provide food for our children, put a roof over our head. So we worked nonstop around the clock to just make sure that we were doing everything we could. Um, you know, there was a time when, you know, my husband even considered getting a, another job, you know, third shift, but he knew if he took away that time and allocated it somewhere else, it would just take us longer to get to where we want to go in real estate. Um, so we stuck it out and, you know, by the grace of God and just always pushing one thing led to another. Um, yeah. And here we are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Looking back, if you were to talk to your, uh, yourself five or six years ago, when you're just starting out. Is there a piece of advice that you'd give yourself knowing what you know now? You know, I, I always just tell like my teammates or anyone thinking about getting into the business, like there is no book to prepare you for this. Every single situation is different. And if I were to sit down with someone and say, okay, here's what could happen. It would take forever. You, you have to just trust yourself, be true, um, be yourself, be authentic. I think people and clients relate to that more than anything. You don't need to know everything and you can't. It's, it's quite impossible. Even now, I'm sure you, Neve, you know, there are some things you just don't know and you have to figure it out as you go. Um, I think a lot of people getting into the business want to know everything and they're, that just doesn't exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so you're, I, it sounds like what you're saying is like, be gracious with yourself, give yourself time mm-hmm. and um, allow yourself to grow gradually instead of thinking you have to arrive all at once. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yes. And it's okay to admit that, Hey, you know what? I don't know the answer to this, but let me find out and I'll get back to you. I think people respect your honesty more than you saying, Oh yeah, that's, that's an allowable use of this house or this space or, Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that furnace. And that just opens up a whole can of worms that you don't want to go down. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. That's really, I, I like that you said that too, especially because, you know, I think one of my mentors, the big thing that he stressed so much is that like, we're not, we're not lawyers. We're not attorneys. We're not supposed Mm -hmm. to be giving, and we're also not inspectors or appraisers. Right. (laughs) And so I think the more you stay in your lane, the, the better things will go for you and for your clients. Um, it sounds like Mm -hmm. that's what you're saying. Um, let me ask you, uh, how do you, um, with like the market we're in, right. I'm sure you're seeing so many clients like, having to do like really, I'm sure, unprecedented things to win bids, right? Uh, Maybe they're waiving inspections, maybe they're paying so much more above appraised value. Like, what are you seeing out in this, um, in this competitive market? And how are you helping your, your clients win uh, in such a competitive market? Exactly that. I mean, I, I just have to explain all of the risks to them. You know, this is not a buyer-friendly market. And there have quite honestly been a few buyers where they need seller assistance that I've said, let's just pause. Let's revisit this in, a, in six or nine months. Let's get you, you know, to a position where you're saving, you're, you're saving more money. You get your credit up. You have the down money. You have the money for all of the closing costs. Because quite honestly, in this market, 
it's it's so tough even for regular conventional buyers that are very strong there's so much cash out there that they're getting beat even if they have 20 30 40% down um so it is aggravating so just a lot just you know reminding them that this is not a favorable market for them but if you persevere and you keep doing it eventually something will pop <laughs> mm-hmm. and 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 i think eventually the clients are like you know what this is actually the best house at the end of the day everything happens for a reason and it all comes together that makes sense yeah, are there that. any um any specific actions that you recommend people take in this market um just to help find listings or kind of just get, grow their business prospecting type things <sighs> Yeah. Help find listings. I mean, it's all having conversations. A lot of, I feel like a lot of agents in this industry think of each other as competitors and we need to start working together more as a team and understanding that, yes, we all are a hundred percent commission based and we want to, you know, get out there and sell every single house, but it's impossible. There's enough business to go around for everybody. And I think if we just all had better communication within the industry ourselves, I think, you know, we could, we could solve a lot of these issues. So I do, I mean, I reach out to people that if I know a person is looking in a certain township, I'll reach out to an agent that I know has a lot of listings in that township and say, Hey, unfortunately we didn't get this home but I know you have other things going on, you know, in this neighborhood. Do you have any insights um, of maybe an upcoming listing that you could share with me ahead of time? And they do. I mean, you just have to ask. Not every seller wants 50, 60, 70 people through their home and, and look at 30 offers, you know? So sometimes sellers are willing to allow a buyer and their agent to go in ahead of time. Um, and if they get the price that they want, it's a done deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I love that. You know, you're speaking my language because the one thing, like I, I love your husband, Dave is, is an awesome guy. And um, I've done a few deals with him and I've also uh, been very privileged that like early on, I would say, I don't know, three years ago, you, I'm sure you, you might recall this, but mm-hmm. I had a client who um, was looking at, he wanted to end up, he, he ended up wanting to go like the investment route and looking at like short sales and all these other options. And at the time I was so busy, like just handling, like, you know, my, my standard buyers uh, right. that I was like, I don't have the time right now to learn this and help you to the highest degree. And I knew Dave was really, really like in that world, um, actively. Mm-hmm. And so I called him and I said, Hey Dave, I have this client. Um, I really can't service them. Here's what they're looking for. Can you take them on? He's like, yep, he did. They ended up not even buying a, an investment part. Like they bought like a, I feel like it, I, I forget what they paid for it, but it was like somewhere like close to like 200,000, like some, a decent home. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, and I wasn't mad. Like I was like, well, you know what? That is awesome. Because I know when I talked to them, they were like, they were thanking me for putting them in touch with Dave. Right. Yeah. And so to your point, it's like, yeah, when you stop seeing other agents as your competition and actually as leverage for your business and the ability mm-hmm. to be able to pass on business to one another, that's mm-hmm. actually a strength. And I've gotten, you know, a lot of great connections that way. Um, and, and I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to ask you something though, uh, Krista, if you, if you're, you have a team, if you're mentoring a new agent, like, what are you finding are the best tips uh, for these agents to be able to really um, get, you know, get leads, prospect, right? Build their businesses because 
it's a it's a tough market um and it's tough on agents just as much as it's tough on clients um how are you helping your agents think through how to grow their businesses in this in this market it, it is tough i mean everyone knows an agent right everyone has a friend that's in real estate um again i think your sphere of influence is key it is crucial and letting everyone you know that you are now in real estate you you have your license um but again, going back to authenticity, being yourself, even if it's the first time you're meeting someone, it's a cold lead, you met them at, or you know, they call it off of an open house sign or whatever, and they want to get into the property, just following up, <laughs> following up, setting the appointment, doing what you said you were going to do, email them documents, set up a showing, whatever it is, um, showing that you're committed. I think those, just putting all of that together makes you a successful agent. Um, I also have a lot of my teammates, especially if they're newer in the business, shadow me, you know, come to come with me to a showing or to a new listing. So you can overhear the conversations that I'm having with a buyer or seller. Um, so you know what you're looking at in a house. Um, again, you don't really know until you're kind of thrown into the pack of, you know, the, thrown in with the wolves and you do it on your own, but at least you have some sort of knowledge of what you should be talking about and things you should be looking for. So I love, I love when my team members, um, you know, shadow me, come to open houses. But again, I think just growing that client base is, you know, we all want to get to a point where we are getting referrals. And the only way to do that is, you know, following up with the people that you are engaged with. And um, now that you have to be friends with everybody, but, you know, at the end of the day, even though this is a very techie world, you know, we all want to have some sort of interaction with other humans, whether it be face-to-face -face contact, um, seeing each other face-to-face, -face, just so you know who you're talking to on the other side. And, all you have to do is just relate with people. <laughs> right. Are there any, um, are there any mistakes that uh, you see agents making that you'd recommend that people avoid anything you tell people to watch out for if you're mentoring a new agent? Oh, <laughs> um, I don't ever want to discount anyone, but you know, everyone thinks that, especially now because real estate is such a hot market and it is, if you're a seller, but I feel like everyone thinks that they could do this. And there are a lot of part-time agents out there. And if you're not in it full-time and completely committed and putting the work in to understand like what the township requirements are for certain areas and what the, the codes are, I mean, you can really get yourself into a lot of trouble. So I, I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. I, I guess, yeah, what, what we're uh, curious is like, do you think that, yeah, like to that point, is it, is it over ambitious for somebody to think that they're just going to come into this business and just take off? Uh, or, or like, how do you advise someone who says, hey, Carissa, I want to get into the business. Like, you're doing great. I think I could do that. Like, mm -hmm. are you saying to them, hey, yeah, great. Or are you saying, hey, slow down. It's not all that you think it is. Like, what do you, how, how do you advise them? 
yeah, I definitely ask more probing questions. Like, what is your goal? Is your goal just to, you know, you just want to make a little extra money and you want to sell five, six homes a year? Um, you know, I say there's a lot involved with, it's a, it's a huge time commitment. And if you're working another job or even, you know, a stay at home mom, especially in this market, something comes up, you've got to be there the first day that it pops up. And can you drop everything to go do that? You know, do you have, do you honestly have the time to invest in your clients like that? And I think that does a lot of soul searching for some people. They really, they really think about it and say, wow, I didn't, I didn't know it was like that. You know, I thought you could, you know, plan your own schedule. I said, oh no, no, (laughs) you are totally at the mercy of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a world that people are just not aware of. Um, they, they think mm-hmm. they all, they see the highlight reels, right? So many people live like vicariously through others, like through mm-hmm. social media and they see, Oh, they had another settlement and Oh, they're, you know, but <laughs> what they don't see is all of the heartbreak and missed mm-hmm. opportunities and offers that didn't get accepted and inspections that blew up on you and all these different things to get to mm-hmm. that settlement table. That's what they don't see. The sleepless nights, the, you know, having to cancel a date because you have to show a house, like yep. things like that. Like they don't see that. And so I love that you're, you're saying, Hey, let me ask you some follow-up questions to that because it's not all that it's, you think it's, it is, you know what I mean? So right. it's awesome. Or I tell them, you know, maybe being a single agent isn't for you. Maybe joining a team is a better fit because then you have the support because once you get a home under contract, it's not, you don't just wipe your hands of it clean and say, okay, I'm done. I'll see you at settlement. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize. So after having those conversations, they either say, you know what, it's not for me, or maybe joining a team is good and I'll just use them for mentorship and guidance. So... That's true. That's true. Yeah. What's the, I have a question for both of you, actually. I want to ask Carissa and then Eve, what's the, uh, what's the hardest part of real estate or what's the hardest thing you've had to do since being a real estate agent? I'll start with Carissa. The hardest part. Um, Ooh, I guess mom guilt, you know, I, I truly, I mean, I love working. I really, really do. Um, and I would probably put in more hours in a day if, if, if it was physically possible. But I have to find a balance. And sometimes I struggle with that. I, I truly do. Um, yeah, that's the hardest part for me. Sense. What about you, Neef? What's the hardest part? Of being an agent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, it, I, I think that initially it changes, you know, it changes like year after year. I think the, the challenges become uh, more fluid and, and they, they evolve. But I think right now for me, it's just um, really being able to add value to my team and to my, uh, my clients, because uh, it's one thing when you're just focused on building your, your business and you're working with clients, that's one aspect of challenge. Like how do I add value to my clients? But now, like, you know, I have a nine person team. We have, you know, staff, admin, the whole nine. And it's so for me, it becomes like just a juggling act of like, okay, now I have to worry about like, how am I, how am I adding value to my agents? How am I actually adding value to my team? How can I like keep them motivated uh, when they keep getting 
you know, the umpteenth offer declined uh, or not accepted, like mm-hmm. that's hard. And it's, I feel like sometimes I just don't have the, 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 the stamina or the encouragement enough in me to keep them like motivated. And so it's always like having to like lean into my faith into you know, into my, my walk with Christ and like being able to say, okay, I have to know that it's not about me. It's about my, my, it's about God, first of all, on our team, at least. And, and then how do I like help them to think and dream and, and trust bigger and better for, for themselves and their clients. And and that's a challenge because yeah, sometimes the well runs dry and you just feel like (laughs) you're just running on fumes. Yeah, it, that, that's true. It is, it is hard to, and you don't know if you are motivating them enough or not enough or, you know, we, we had a very raw meeting with our teammates um, just a few weeks ago and just said, what is your why? Like, why are you in this? Um, and it was, it was touching, you know, we all got a little teary eyed uh, mm-hmm. at one point and all you can do is be their support. I mean, uh, again, I feel like, you know, you can only teach them so much then you have to let them, uh, let them go and let them figure it out on their own, but it is hard. You want them to feel uh, I don't know what I'm, you want them to feel like that you're giving it your all to help them succeed. And sometimes, you know, it's scary. You're like, I I hope they think I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) I really am trying to help them. Right. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. 100%. Was that helpful, Adam? That is super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate the hearing from both of you. I think it's good just uh, the agents that are listening to the show just to hear what everyone's kind of facing, what they're up against, that kind of thing. So cool. I really appreciate all this advice, Chris. There's some huge tips in there for people running a team and brand new agents, people all across the spectrum. So I really appreciate making the time today. If someone wants to get in touch with you, uh, what's the best way to reach out? Is it website, social media? How should people reach out if they want to get in touch with you? Yeah, social media is great. We have a team page called Garps Disability Team, and um, you know we we check it nonstop. Um, but there's a contact us button on there it has all of our information. So um, we post stories. It's definitely a great way to get in touch with us. Great. Well, we'll link to that. And I really, yeah, again, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for making the time. Yeah, no problem. Now I got to Thanks go have things. a baby. All right. <laughs> I know. I know. How how far along are you? Well, I'm I'm being induced on Tuesday, so it could literally be any oh, day, any no. second. <laughs> Congratulations! Wow. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. So if I don't see you in the office for a few weeks, me, if you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Rise and Shine Real Estate Podcast with Neve and Adam. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Check back every Tuesday and Thursday for new content. This podcast has been brought to you by the Rising Sun Media Group. For more information, check us out at www.risingsunmediagroup.com.